0: Hi everybody! Welcome to the 30-second prayer that changes everything. We're gonna mind some gold today. We're gonna dig deep into into God's word and find out what He really has for us. We're gonna go for the gold today. So grab your coffee. In the next few minutes, you're gonna. I want to share some things with you that has worked for me, that I've learned, and that has worked for me, and I pray that that uh, they will work for you also. So the 30-second prayer is based on a powerful promise. Proverbs 16 3 in the Amplified Classic Bible. And I put I'll put that in the description below. If you're if you subscribe to this video and you don't get that description, you can go to YouTube and put in Carol Horkin. Spell my name with a K, Carol Horkin. And um then you can see the description below, and all the scriptures will be listed there. If you're driving, that might help you out. Okay, we're going to read from the Amplified Classic, because again, that is the Greek and Hebrew definitions right in the verse. Roll your works upon the Lord. Commit and trust them wholly to Him. This is the best part coming now. He will cause your thoughts to become agreeable to His will. And so shall your plans be established and succeed. Amplified Classic. If you don't have that version, you can go to BibleGateway.com and all the versions are right there for you. Pick out one that's easy for you to understand. Okay, another version says, Commit your works to the Lord and your plans will be established. Another one says, Depend on the Lord in whatever you do. Commit your acts and deeds to the Lord, and your plans will succeed. Today, we're going to talk about disappointments. Nobody wants to be disappointed, and all of us have been in one area or another. But this scripture ensures that if we make a plan, bring God in on it, ask him for his input, is this what I should be doing? and then allow him to give us his thoughts and then move forward in that direction, then we will be established and we will succeed and we can avoid disappointments. So, we talked about meeting with God at the beginning of the day because all of us know how quickly a day can unravel if we get ahead of ourselves. First things first. I just wrote a blog on that. You can go to the 30secondprayer.com, go to uh, the blog and and uh, it's called first things First. First, we make a plan. and then we submit that plan to God and ask for his inputs. Input. Submitting is an act of turning our plans and ideas over, to someone else. Now, that is not natural for us to do. It's natural for us to make a plan and do it. But if we will obey that Proverbs 16, 3 premise, make a plan and submit it to God, the outcome, uh, God promises that we will be successful. And I want that, and I know you do too. So, we can... Um, You might be concerned about what if God gives me a thought and I don't want to do it. Well, here is something that I want to remind you of. We always have a free will. We can choose. But we should consider what God is saying because we know uh, we can really trust. After through experience, hopefully we can trust that his plan is much better than ours. It's simpler than ours we can complicate things so easily. His plan is simple, it's not always easy, but here he promises to go with you and help you carry it out. And believe me, after 10 years of actually applying Proverbs 16, three to my life, it's wonderful, it's well worth, it's well worth letting him take the lead. If he uh, doesn't want us to carry out the plan that we have in mind, that's because he has something better in mind. I don't know how many times I've looked back and go, oh my goodness, thank you, you didn't let me do that. Thank you, you, oh, I avoided all that mess, all that confusion, all the hurt feelings. I didn't have to spend all that time cleaning up that emotional mess that I caused. So it's always better to let him lead and go with him wherever he's taking us. He gives us an idea. We still have a free will. We can decide. Sometimes that new idea that he gives me stretches me. But here's what he says. I will help you. The Holy Spirit of God hovers over us in the natural earth realm, waiting for us to say, help. I need your help, God. And right there he will be. Mark eleven twenty four. 24, and this time I'm going to read from the Message Bible, which I'll remind you is a paraphrase, but it's so easy to understand. Embrace this God life. This is Mark eleven twenty four 24 and 25. Embrace this God life. Really embrace it. And nothing will be too much for you. Embracing it means grab a hold of it. Do something intentional. Say, God, I'm not going to have my way. I am going to follow you because I know you love me and it's going to be good. Let me continue. Include everything as you embrace this God life and you'll get God's everything. I urge you to pray for absolutely everything ranging from small to large. That's the message, Bible. Pray for everything from small to large. You'll get, and then you'll get everything that God wants you to have. You'll get His instruction, His peace, His joy, and you'll get all His available resources to carry it out. Isn't that amazing? We give God one little bit and He gives us all that. Praise God. Let's go to the Word of God again. Acts 17 28. It says, in the New Living this time, and I choose this for my personal preference because it's easy to understand. Here in Acts 17, 28, it says, for in Him we move, and in Him we live, and in Him we exist. Why are we trying to do life by ourselves? When it's in Him we move, in Him we live, and in Him we exist. Maybe you want to be in partnership with God, but are just a little afraid of giving up that control. You don't want to bother God with your little things, or you maybe don't want him to tell you what you, what, what he wants you to do in the larger things. And perhaps you even tried it. You even tried to make a plan and submit it to God. Maybe you've called on him and said, help me, and it didn't work out like you wanted it to and you were disappointed and discouragement took up residence in your soul it took up residence there you've been discouraged and you don't want to try it again discouragement leads to disillusion dis, excuse me disillusionment and then that leads to disappointment and we have an enemy the bible says the enemy the devil is he's the enemy of our soul. He loves to cause disappointment because he knows. He loves it when we give up on God. Oh, he loves that. Let me help you with what your soul is. Your spirit, uh, every person is made up of three parts, spirit, soul, and body. Your spirit, if you have given, surrendered your heart to God and become born again, and if you haven't, you can go to the30secondprayer.com and click on prayer, where I have written out a, a, a prayer that you can pray to commit your life to Christ. You do that one time in your life. He receives you when you do that. And guess what happens? The spirit part of you is transformed. We can't explain it. It's only the goodness of God. God. Our hearts, our spirits, were made right. This is the part of us that wants to do the right thing all the time. Okay, then we have a soul, and that's where our emotions live. That's where our thoughts live. That's where our personality is, where we excuse our personality and let that have control. The soul area, if it is not in line with our spirits, who's in line with the Spirit of God, then we're going to get all messed up. There's going to be a tug of war. But the minute we submit our soul area, our thoughts, our emotions, our choices, as soon as we submit that to God, then we come in line with the will of God. And that's when we have peace. And that's when we have joy. And that's when we succeed. So the soul area is what we have to submit to God. And we're going to talk more about that in the upcoming teachings. Um, Okay. Our soul, I like to say it, our soul is the house where our mind, will, and emotions live. And even our memories from all past wrong experiences and all disappointments. And of course, the enemy wants to remind you of all that all the time. Another teaching we're going to talk about, actually, I think it's next week, we're going to talk about decluttering our soul. Getting rid of all of that so we can be in tune with God. You don't want to miss that. Okay. Maybe you've given up on God and maybe you thought God was in church on Sunday morning, but Monday through Saturday was, you were on your own. Well, he spoke a word to me and we call that in in the Bible study that I'm teaching, we call that a golden nugget, nugget. It's a thought from God. But listen to this. God will be to me as personal as I want him to be. That's my declaration. What he spoke to me that day is, Carol, I will be to you as personal as you want me to be. Those words are tattooed on my heart. Nothing can remove those those uh, words from my heart. And if I will remember them and allow God to be personal to me, then we will walk in partnership. God isn't going to do it all, and I'm not going to do it all. My part is to make a plan and submit it to Him, and His part is to give me His thoughts and help me to succeed. It's a wonderful partnership. It's a wonderful partnership. Let's read Proverbs 23, 17, and 18 in the New Living Translation. Always continue... (coughs) Excuse me... Always continue in the fear of the Lord. And that doesn't mean fear, afraid. That means continue in all the wonderful things that he has planned. Honor him. Bring him in on your plans. As you fear the Lord in honor to him and in submission to him, you will be rewarded for this, verse 18 says, and your hope will not be disappointed. He cares about you. And he wants to be to you as personal as you'll allow him to be. One day these words, oh, excuse me, I already said that. Let's get back to our meeting. This is live, so <laughs> you'll have to excuse me. Let's get back to our meeting. I have more golden nuggets for for you, so listen up. You have your plan, you submitted your plan to God, and you're ready to jump in the shower now and start the day. You started out doing that, The next thing on your uh, plan is to get ready for the day. You're in the shower, here comes the thought, and you're pretty sure it didn't come from you because you would not have thought it. You can really distinguish, Uh, I don't even think that way. Or I know that thought wasn't for me, so now what? What I do is as I go out and begin my day, I follow that thought. I'm not exactly sure where it leads, but I know that God will tweak me as I go along. So I just move into my day, and I just expect him, I take him with me. And I say, oftentimes I say, God, please don't let me have my own way today. Please don't know that let me do that. I know that when my plans line up with his will, it's going to be good. Anything less than God's will is not going to be the best. And why don't we just go for his best when he's offering it to us? Are we afraid to have his best? Are we thinking, oh, I have a past. I'm sure his best is not what he's going to give me. Well, guess what? That past is erased when you give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. And yes, we still make mistakes. And yes, we still sin. But we can go to him and we can say, Father, forgive me. I know I messed up. And you know what happens? It's like a child's Etch-a-Sketch. He shakes the Etch-a-Sketch and all the things on that screen disappear and we get a do-over. There's no place in life that gives you a do-over, but God always does. So let's not run ahead of Him and do our own thing. Let's not make things more difficult for ourselves. Let's just move ahead in Him. And... and and follow him because if we do it on our own, we'll be disillusioned, and we might even blame God. Where were you? Why didn't you help me? You aren't listening to me. I heard some someone say recently. Now listen to this. This is a golden nugget. We get upset because God did not answer a prayer that we never prayed, or answered a question we never asked. Are you disillusioned at God because he's not personal with you? Did we allow him to be? That's up to us. So let's pray the prayers. Let's allow him to be personal. And let's ask him our questions. Let's let him get involved. So those are your golden nuggets for today. Go to the30secondprayer.com. You can order my book there. You can read my blog there. You can uh, pray the prayer to commit your life to Christ there. You can contact me from there. You can subscribe to all that uh, I offer on that website because I just want to help you. I am enjoying my life. My byline on, on a tagline on my book is living the life you love one moment at a time. And that's what I want to help you do. That's the only reason I do these videos. And also, you can catch me on social media, 30 Second Prayer. God bless you all. And remember, I'll see you next week. We're going to dig for gold. Thank you for joining me today. If this podcast was helpful to you, be sure to press subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And also share it with a friend. You can click my website below to find a link to order my book from Amazon. In this book, I share how I received revelation of this 30-second prayer and how life-changing it was and continues to be God and I, God and you, one day at a time, one moment at a time.